the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have a big question for all of you. How many of you have a welcome mat in your front door? Okay. Why? Why? I'm going to tell you my two reasons. First, is to encourage people to wipe their shoes off <laughs> so that they won't bring dirt into my house. My second reason is to let people know that they are welcome to come in. In today's gospel, we find three words that call my attention. Welcome, receive, and reward. I could not avoid to think about how much we human beings love to receive, don't we? But also, we love to be rewarded, don't we? That is part of our nature. The British social thinker John Ruskin said, the highest reward for a person's work is not what they get for it, but what they become by it. And my favorite Lebanese writer, Khalil Gibran, wrote the following. There are those who give with joy, and that joy is their reward. I was reading other quotes. And while I was meditating in this quote, I had the feeling that these people were not doing good things for others only for the resulting pleasure of feeling good about what they have done and about themselves. They were talking about giving one's life away for some purpose beyond oneself that curiously results in a gain. Today's gospel says, whoever welcomes a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. Whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, none of these will lose their reward. At first look, 
These promises don't offer welcome just out of the goodness of someone's heart or because it's the right thing to do or because there is a need in front of you. Be welcoming because there is a reward in it for you. That doesn't sound to be like Jesus, does it? At least not for those of us who has been conditioned by a culture in which the reward is so often the point. But, but what if this self-centered orientation is not really the point of Jesus' words about rewards? It's more natural, maybe, to see it as a response to the generosity of heart on the part of the welcomer. But the generosity in question is pretty, pretty small. A cup of cold water? I think that it must not be the effort involved what is earning the reward. It must be the value of the person served. It's a claim that Jesus does. It's a claim that Jesus does not measure human value on the same scale as society does. Which raises the question: who are these little ones in our society? Well, they are those whose needs and value are sometimes easily ignored. People with disabilities, refugees, victims of abuse, people in poverty, gay and trans teens kicked out of their homes for coming out. Any of the people who were told over and over and over again by our society that they just are not that important. So, if even such an insignificant action like offering a cup of cold water earns a reward from Jesus, then the people treated as unimportant by society, they, they hold a great value to Jesus. If the reward for our actions is not the point, if it's only a way to show the value of the people we serve, then their value is the point. Jesus, brothers and sisters, called us to a life of welcome. We are called to give service, to take care, to even lay down our lives for others, not because of the reward we will earn but because of the value of the other person, even especially the most vulnerable. What a wonderful experience it is to be welcome. Can you say that with me? What a wonderful experience it is to be welcome. I think you can do it better. <laughs> what a wonderful experience it is to be welcome. I haven't heard this side saying that. <laughs> but we can help them. One more time. 
What a wonderful experience it is to be welcome. The message I have for you today is about trust and welcoming, but in a very different ways. For this is a community that has made great steps in assuming responsibility, in taking a risk about the future, in offering hospitality to the strangers in our midst, in opening the doors wide to welcome people into the family of God, and perhaps most significantly, to be good stewards of what God has entrusted to us. If you remember anything that I have said over the 10 months I has been here as one of your pastors, I hope it will be the two things that are most dear to me. The first is about God's grace. The second is quite related to it because it is through God's grace we see Christ in others. We are loved by God. God graces us not because we deserve it, but because it is in God's nature. The grace of God accomplishes great things in our lives. Through the grace of God working in us, great things happen. Jesus said that if we have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, we could move mountains of hatred, of indifference, of pride, of suffering. Through the grace of our efforts through prayer, through the sacraments, through the word read, spoken and preach, we receive sufficient grace to move those mountains, grace sufficient to our needs. We reach out, we touch, we use God's work, our hands. Grace increases, others see it at work in our lives. Remember that with the love of God empowering us, we can confront each day of our lives with the determination to love one another and allow the Spirit of God to bring love and grace to those with whom we come in contact every single day. Let me tell you something. I see Christ in you. You have been Christ to me. What a wonderful experience is it is to be welcome. What a wonderful experience it is to be welcomed. After all, that's what Jesus did for us. And the people of God says, Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we were created in your image fearfully and wonderfully made to be the light in this dark world. Guide us according to your will. You are the omnipotent potter and we are the clay. Shape us, mold us, use us, and fill us each and every day to become more like Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. <laughs>